Welcome to the Reach Higher Podcast. Quick nuggets of wisdom for happiness, efficiency, and meaningful living. Your thoughts need surgery and I've got the scalpel. My name is Ryan Howard. Authentic. Derived from the Latin term authenticus. Definition. Genuine. Not an imitation. True to one's own spirit, personality, or character. Authenticity is a trait that we aren't taught to embody. Society does not tell us to express our genuine selves. Instead, it encourages us to strengthen our collection of masks so that we can be accepted into social groups. This is how you act in the corporate world. This is what you do and don't talk about when you first meet someone. Now, all of that is important, but here's the issue with that dynamic. We are programmed to place all of our attention externally so that we walk through life never grasping the need to look internally. With all of our decisions and actions being based on things and people outside of us, how can we possibly express our truest selves? And to go even deeper, how can we even know our truest selves? Now this is the core question. In a society where we are taught that only the external world matters, how could we possibly know who we truly are? Think about it. Ever since birth, we've been given aspects of our identity by other people. They tell us what our name is. Then they tell us what to believe, who to associate with, what to want in life, and even who to become. What age we should get married, how many kids we should have, the list goes on. So instead of embracing this unique, one-of-a-kind essence that we are, we settle. We settle for being a carbon copy of our parents, environment, friends, and experiences. But at what point do we decide who we want to be? And I don't just mean what we want to do for a living. I genuinely mean who we want to be as human beings. Have you ever taken inventory in your mind? Process your thoughts, process your feelings, your emotions, your opinions. Which of these did you choose to have? And which ones were given to you? When we take time to do this, It allows us to see ourselves completely dissected. It shows that we have ultimate freedom in deciding who we want to be, removing what doesn't align with that and living our life as our fullest, most authentic self. So the question becomes, what's the point? What's the benefit of doing all that work? I'm fine just how I am. I don't need to improve or make any changes. I'm good. Listen to me very closely. If you feel perfectly content with the life you have now, if you feel no need to grow or come into your true self, then turn off this podcast because I'm not speaking to you. The person I'm speaking to is the person who believes they came on this earth to grow, to improve, and to strive. To live the best and most honest life that you possibly can have. To this person, 
finding your authentic self and living your most authentic life are priceless. They are invaluable to you. Because when you know who you truly are, you can then know your purpose, what you want out of life, and most importantly, you can find what truly makes you happy. It is only when we strip off the bullshit that we can find who and what speaks to our soul. What activities, what connections, what practices genuinely make us feel alive. Because then, we won't want to wear the masks anymore. We won't have to pretend or imitate. We can just be ourselves. And I assure you, there is nothing more beautiful, more peaceful, and more fulfilling than living a life that represents who you are at your very core. Because you then become the masterful dancer, executing the dance that is your life with near flawless choreography. But if being authentic and finding yourself is so amazing, then why do so many people seemingly fail to do it and ultimately choose not to to begin with? The answer is one word. It's because of fear, fear of rejection, fear of being isolated if we show who we truly are, fear of ourselves, and most notably, fear of the real us not being enough. Best-selling author Lynn Twist actually spoke about this deficit relationship we have with ourselves in her book, The Soul of Money. She said that, and I paraphrase, because we live in a consumer culture, it has created this poisonous idea in our heads that spreads to every aspect of our lives, even into our own self-perception. Our relationship with money, in the context of this consumer culture, alludes to a powerful spirit of scarcity. We never have enough. Not enough sleep. Not enough time not enough clothing, not enough sexual partners. It creates the toxic myth of scarcity, a condition of thinking that causes us to have a deficit relationship with ourselves. It manifests into the idea of I am not enough, which ultimately becomes a driving force for hiding who we truly are and avoiding discovering it in the first place. So here's the thing. Unlike other episodes, this episode is not giving you a step-by-step -step strategy of how to do something, and that's because there is no how-to video for this. Instead, this episode is a call to action. I'm asking you to first embark on the journey of self-discovery, and I don't mean the shallow bullcrap version of self-discovery that gets tossed around in conversation. I'm not asking you to examine what you like and dislike. I mean truly start questioning who you are at your deepest level, who you are meant to be, beyond who you've been programmed to be by societal conditioning. You know, a wise philosopher gave advice for how to embark on this. He said, to find who you truly are, ask yourself. Who am I when my daily activities, my titles, and my tasks are stripped away from me? In other words, who are you 
when all the temporary things are removed. See, anything that is only temporary cannot be who you are. Because if you are, because of who you are is designed by your job, who you are when your job gets lost, if you are defined by your ability to play basketball, who are you when that leg gets amputated? If you're defined by your political party, then what does that mean when you must change affiliations? Nothing that can change can be part of a permanent self-identity. To be anti-fragile, you must be rooted in a deeper awareness than that. So it's not that you can't be associated with those things, but they are not you. They are only thought forms. You must go deeper. And it is when you find that deeper awareness of who you are that you can find the greatest level of authenticity in your external life. So I'm telling you that the way we've been taught all these years is completely backwards. Don't look outward to determine how your inward life should be. Look inward to determine how your outward life should be. So that you can live a life that is a genuine expression of you. You can stop living a lie that is beneath your truth. You won't have to pretend and you'll care so much less about what people think. You'll be too busy painting the masterpiece that is your life. And the best part about that, your life will begin to look like a masterpiece. Because when we are living authentically, we have integrity. Our actions line up with our words because they both line up with our beliefs. As far as we know, this is the only life we're getting. So how could you possibly afford to live any other way? All I ask is start paying attention to yourself. Start being introspective and stop needing to fill your life with noise. Sometimes self-discovery requires sitting in the stillness, not being afraid to be in silence with just yourself. The truth is most of us fear ourselves and that's why we don't want to be alone with our thoughts. But let that fear go. The only way to find yourself is to get to know yourself. And once you do that, you can embark on the truest mission of a human being, living your most authentic life. You just listened to the Reach Higher podcast. This was another step in reshaping your mind to live a better life. Listen, if you liked this episode, like, share, and spread the word. Keep tuning in so we can keep reaching higher. Thanks, guys. Peace.